welcome to a podcast from Hope Church Glasgow. For more about us, check out hopechurchglasgow.org. I've seen the dead raised. I saw a baby, doctor confirmed dead. And the team, as we prayed for this baby, that baby came to life, doctor confirmed. I've seen a quadriplegic walk. His arms nor his legs would work. He was uh, prone on a bed. And we prayed for him and he walked out of his home. I've seen a blind man, a man certified blind, completely receive his sight back, have to give his guide dog back, have to give up all his benefits because he could completely see. I've seen eyesight restored in other ways. I've seen cancer leave bodies. I've seen flesh and bone and nerve that was missing from a limb restored and grow back. (laughs) I've seen a church that was really down, that fallen out with its leaders and its leaders had fallen out with them and they were down to 25 people. And I've seen that that church turn around. I, I worked with them and I saw a resurrection in that church i saw a new leader come in i saw it grow i saw in a couple of years 70 people get saved and the church grow over that season to something like 200 people i've seen church plants struggling to come out of the ground with just a handful of people and all kinds of issues then spark to life and grow to churches of 100 or 200 and in some cases three four hundred i've seen £17,000 arrive right at the right moment. I've seen houses bought that people couldn't afford. I've seen Crohn's disease healed, doctor confirmed. I've seen car accident damage in people's bodies, in their spines, in their arms healed. So movement and return completely and pain has disappeared. I've seen a screw in an ankle dissolve a metal screw in an ankle dissolve so a person could move their ankle properly i've seen multiple cases of of, of fibromyalgia healed i've seen multiple sclerosis healed i've seen me healed i've seen this happen my own eyes have seen it many of these things i've been involved in actually doing the praying or the doing and i've seen god show up Don't tell me that he can't do it. Don't tell me he can't do this stuff. Don't tell me that this stuff doesn't happen anymore. Don't tell me that it can't happen for you. Don't tell me that he promises don't, uh, he doesn't fulfill his promises. Don't tell me that when we face the impossible, he's not going to show up. I don't want to lean on human philosophy. I don't want to lean on my own energy. I don't want to rely on what I can produce. And I have an even longer list of things that I've seen. I've seen ladies who couldn't lift their children because of pain and problems with their spines. And I've seen them healed and lift their children with tears in their eyes. I've seen asthma and chest problems disappear so that breathing has restored and comes to normal. I've seen 
I've seen uh, scars removed, self-harm scars just disappear from skin on arms and legs. I've seen it. I've seen it. Don't tell me you can't do this stuff. Don't tell me this isn't happening. Don't tell me he can't do it for you. Don't tell me he doesn't keep his promises. Don't tell me that he's not real. What am I doing by telling you this stuff? What am I doing? I'm, I'm really doing what Paul said in 1 Corinthians 2 verse 5. He says, my faith isn't resting on the wisdom of man, but on the power of God. He said that he came to them in weakness and in fear and trembling and in the demonstration of the spirit and power so that their faith wouldn't rest on the wisdom of man, but on the power of God. I've seen so many things like this over and over again in sometimes different nations, but right here in Scotland, right here in Glasgow, sometimes right here in my house or right here in Hope Church, or it doesn't matter. God is, God just persuades you by his miracles. He's not trying to persuade you with human wisdom. He's not trying to get your faith to be strong uh, just by reason. He's actually in the business of displaying his wonder and his power. And sometimes he does it just extravagantly and in ways we don't really know why does he do it that way. I, we've had, I've had glory gold dust appear in my rental car. I've had, Teresa and I have had glory gold dust appear on the inside and outside of our jackets in, in, a, in, in, in crazy circumstances. I don't know why he does it, but he does it because he can, and he shows us who he is, and and that he's he's a he's a miraculous God. He's a faithful God. He's a miracle working God. He's a healing God. I know that at times I've certainly been criticised for talking about miracles and healings too much, but I really am just trying to be more like Paul, and particularly more like Jesus, who. If you read the New Testament carefully in the Gospels, you find that between one half and two thirds of the content of Jesus's life was all about healing and miracles. I, I want to be like him. I want to be an, the accurate reflection of who he is. He lives in me and he wants his life to flow, flow through me to people around me. You could be listening to this right now with a pain in your stomach and it is going to leave in Jesus name. I've seen taxi drivers healed. You know, I've seen mums healed. I've I've seen injuries and uh, headaches and long-term long-term issues go Crohn's disease. I've seen it done and happen by the power of God, not by my power. But because I got involved, I took a risk, I prayed a prayer. God did something incredible and he can do it for you and he can do it again and he's in the business of doing it more not less and restoring this fundamental dynamic to the christian faith is that our faith is not resting on human philosophy on human reasoning on what's reasonable to us but it's resting on literally on the power of god i came across uh, i'm studying my way slowly through hebrews and referencing um, the Mirror Study Bible, which is is really worth a read, uh, it is a it is a, a paraphrase translation from the original Greek, and it just puts a point on 
on the purpose of seeing the miraculous of what it can and 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 should be doing to us uh, and this is uh, up in verse 8 of hebrews 3 it won't sound totally familiar to you this translation is a bit different but it says do therefore do not be calloused in heart as the people of israel were every time they faced any contradiction or temptation in the wilderness their response immediately revealed their irritation rather than their persuasion in god's belief your fathers continued to scrutinize me suspiciously examining me as though my intentions with them could not be trusted even though they were eyewitnesses of my miraculous works for them for 40 years so this is the people walking around in the wilderness they've seen the red sea part they literally walk through on dry land between these walls of water and yet still they looked suspiciously on father god they still wondered or doubted him and wondered what he was up to they were suspicious they thought he, by this i mean they didn't they weren't convinced despite what they'd seen that he was going to look after them and that his intentions maybe were off and yet that generation it says grieved him deeply instead of learning my ways they habitually went to stray in their hearts intoxicated by their unbelief <laughs> make sure it goes on verse 12 make sure that none of you tolerate the poison of unbelief in your hearts this is now he's speaking to us as believers allowing callousness to distract and distance you from the living god now listen god is near god is close he's in you He'll never leave you or forsake you but as when this unbelief drips inside of us it, it, it makes us pull away it's like we we go into hiding we go into shame faith confidence belief is engendered in us is produced in us as we see the miracle works of god and many of you listening to this you will have seen them and he goes on to say, instead of allowing this kind of unbelief to creep in, verse 13, remind one another daily of your true identity. Your true identity is of a believer. Your true identity is one who is united with Christ. And we need, it, we need to remind one another of this because it helps us not fall into a ditch, which is what happens when we're on, when we're on our own. And it's another reason to make sure we stay plugged into strong fellowship to church community and that we take responsibility to stir up one another to love and good works we take responsibility to fire one another up and make sure we don't forget all his miracles and we don't forget all his faithfulness and we don't forget ultimately who we are i've seen a lot of that drift during covid and lockdown that the church and individuals in it forget who they are who christ is in them what they're capable of what he can do for them and a lot of it is because it's been so difficult to get the encouragement of the body happening to you and that time is over now that time to stir ourselves to encourage one another to not neglect to meet together is so important so that we keep this poison of unbelief out of our hearts and let faith continually arise within us 
<laughs> and he goes on to say in verse 19, the point is this, even though these people in the wilderness survived by supernatural means for 40 years, they failed to grasp what God had in mind for them. Their own unbelief disqualified them. What happens, the catalyst of the miraculous is to produce this faith that's rooted in God's power, not in our ability or in our wisdom or in our reasoning. And there's so many times when we face circumstances that cause us to run out of resource from ourselves. We don't have the energy or we don't have the supply or we don't have the answer. And we can run and run and run and try and strategize and strategize and strategize. But God, but God, but God, for that church I was involved with those years ago, he resurrected it. He gave them a heart to respond to leadership. He gave them a new leader and so on and so on. But God, for that leg that needed more tissue, it needed bone, it needed muscle, it needed nerve. But God, for those eyes that couldn't see, and God gave them sight. But God, but God for you, but God for us, but God for whatever we're facing. It, 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 it becomes a theology, but it's a theology re rooted in the power of God at work in our here and our now. And if you and I have seen these things, there's something resting on us to make sure that we don't fail to grasp what God has got in mind for us. We've seen miracles, and that means he's got more. That means he's made us powerful. That means he's made us in his image. That means salvation works. That means forgiveness is real. That means you have a destiny. You have a purpose, and it's a miraculous one. You can do more, more than you ask or imagine, or God can do more than you ask or imagine and do it through you. You are, you are larger than your human dimensions. You are more influential than you imagine. And you have more reach than you could possibly think. Just like Jesus spoke and the centurion's servant was healed, we don't know how many miles away. The reach of your authority, the reach of your faith, the reach of your prayer goes way beyond just where you stand. So I want to stir you up today. Don't, don't, don't have an argument with God. Agree with him when he says to you that he can do something amazing, something impossible. Whether it's to do with housing or bodily illness or a life and death situation. Let's not tell him what he can't do because we've seen it. Allow the things that you've seen, that I've seen, we've beheld with our own eyes, we've touched with our own, own hands, we've heard with our own ears to stir us up and let faith grow and be strong inside of us, rooted in demonstrations of the power of God. So right now, I pray for you. If you're carrying sickness in your body right now, I, I just declare that it's leaving in Jesus' name. Test it out. Be courageous. Take a risk. And, and, and pray for someone as well. Pray for someone you know who needs, who needs a breakthrough, who needs a miracle. And let these... That, that your number of testimonies grow. Let your, your stories of breakthrough increase as you take those risks. God bless you. Have a great rest of your week. Thank you for listening. Find us on Instagram, Facebook, or search Hope Church Glasgow on your favourite podcast player.